Sentire Media. so much for joining us on this beautiful 9th of January, a great start to 2014. Good morning. Ciao, buongiorno tutti. My name is Jason and I'm joined by Ashley, whose hair is hysterical <laughs> this morning. We are straight out of bed. We stayed up late last night. Yes, we're party animals. We are. Well, let's, let's set it up. Set it up. Set up the podcast. Go ahead. Oh, okay, me. Yeah, that's my job. Okay, I'm Jason, joined by my beautiful wife, Ashley. Together, we own, operate, and live at La Tavola Marque, a little agriturismo, a stone farmhouse in the middle of nowhere, Piovico, Italy, a little piece of paradise, yes? It is. You know what? I realized we've never said what La Tavola Marque means. Oh, well, go ahead. Well, it's bad translation. It's a, it is a bad translation, but um, it means the Marque table. And we chose that name because we felt like life in Italy is always surrounded by the table. It always comes back to food one way or another, whether it's this podcast or life or heading to the market or... Our expanding waistlines. Our expanding waistlines. It always comes right back to the food. And really, it should be what? La Tavola della Marche, no? La Tavola della Marche. But of the marshes, because that's what uh, this area is. But... That's not what we named our website when we didn't speak Italian years ago, so... <laughs> so speaking of not speaking very good Italian, last night, I, we're, this podcast is a little uh, late in the morning, 9.30, which is like, wow. whew, you might as well, it might as well be midnight. We but, wasted uh, the day. We have wasted <laughs> the day. We were up late last night because um, I, my Italian has gotten terrible. Like, we have just not progressed. We've had guests who speak english we get stuck at home and it is let's, i'm making excuses but the, it's straight up laziness. it is it's horrible we have not this is our sixth year in italy and from here we should be fluent i should be able to take a academic college level university level course in italian and uh i feel like my italian's going the opposite way so like last- the dodo what <laughs> you say? It's going, going the way, the way of the dodo. dodo. Wow, that was that came out of nowhere. <laughs> you just said it's going the opposite direction. Um, so last night I was on. We I tried to sign up. There's a um, university for foreigners in Siena and in Perugia. In fact, that brings us to our. Uh, okay, I'll, yeah, I'll let that go. But uh, so I signed up for this class. It's an online course because with the weather being crappy and um, just this, the winter time, it's hard for us to get out of here on a regular basis sometimes. Yeah. The, just to expand on that for a second, it gets dark at four. If classes start after that, that's just too late in the day for me. <laughs> but it is. We are so far kind of up here and isolated that starting to be the you know it's just been actually so warm here but uh the mid-january into february it gets so cold and unpredictable that we can't say that every tuesday at 5 30 we could be somewhere um especially a place like well they they offer these online um web-based uh courses so Which i'm could like, be really interesting for other people too. yeah totally interesting you could take a you could take an oh university you know university level class here in italy from anywhere in the world so I signed up for it, and this was before Christmas. Didn't hear back, didn't hear back, blah, blah, blah. Finally, like the week the class is supposed to start, um, this is this is in, in November, I guess. Um, 
get an email from the guy. Oh, yes, yes, yes. This can- this class is canceled. We will let you know when it is uh, rescheduled. I so, think we mentioned it before, too, that that site is – there's not a single place to translate the site to another language. Okay, that's hysterical as it well. It is hysterical. If you are a university called the University for Stranieri, for foreigners, why – now, I understand – like, I can agree. I can understand what they say, but – why would you not have your site in multiple languages? I don't know. That I find is... it hysterical. Hysterical. It should almost not even be in Italian. <laughs> no, it should be in Italian, yes, but there should be a place for German, Spanish. English. English. You are a, univer- a linguistics university that solely caters to non-native speaking Italians. And your site, site is written in straight up. Shakespearean Italian. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but anyway, so then I then the holidays came and I got discouraged and blah 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 blah. But when I, I called the, the Godster yesterday, old Dr. Gaji, and we were talking about um I needed the number for one for the plumber. And uh I asked him for something and I pronounced the word I can never say this one. Plumber is I- Idriatico. No, that's not it. Idriatico. Hold on, let me look it up. Let me look up exactly how to say this because I can never say this word. I don't. Anyway, he started make. He started just cracking up, and I go, "What? What's so funny?" He goes, "Your freaking Italian is what's funny." So, um, um, it's time. It's time to go back. Oh, and uh, yeah, the winter is the best time for us, also, without the guests. And um, oh my God, Jason. Part of I Jason's problem with Italian is he can't. Read, write, or speak English. <laughs> so. Holy crap. Okay, here we go. Okay, here's how you say it. You ready? I have to get... Idriolico. 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 God, I can never say that one. I-D-R-A-U-L-I-C-O. Idriolico. Wow, this is an exciting Jesus just going to repeat the word plumber. I'm just going to look up words on the internet and read them back off. But um, I hope everyone uh, had a one. I hope you had a wonderful beginning to the 2014 in the year of our Lord. Everyone's detoxing. Everyone's Everything on Facebook, Twitter, detox, detox. Listen, you have a lot of toxins, all right? You do. Get the and toxins those toxins out. can build up in your body. Okay, and if we don't expel those toxins, I flush out the toxins with plenty of wine. <laughs> <laughs> they have antioxidants. Um, I know you guys, most of you don't want to hear this, but the weather has been absolutely beautiful in our neck of the woods. I know, during the polar vortex of America. Oh my God, the polar vortex. You mean, hold on. I'm sure it's called Snowmageddon, all of these things. Do you mean it gets cold in the winter? Is that what you're talking about? It it does, but wow. What a hype that did not deliver, I gotta say. Mm, Don't say that. You you just watched the... uh, you just watched the football game. That's on true. That's it. Just, that is it. I was thinking. I, oh my god! I'm sure there's someone listening right now in that's Chicago. Ass off. That's free. That's looking that's out like at a frozen lake superior <laughs> and being like, "You dumb." Waiting SOB. for their car to heat up as yeah, they're yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. "It's not that cold. Get over it." God, <laughs> New York. I do remember just how the buildings acted like uh, tunnels, and that wind would whip through. And sure enough, you'd be laying in bed, and ten ten winds tells you it's uh, ten degrees in the morning. You're like, oh. Oh, shit. 10, and 10 then, wins news time is 10 degrees. Win, real feel temperature minus 14. It's the goddamn real feel that gets you every it's time. It's the real feel. 
Anyway, it's been absolutely gorgeous here. It's real been, feel here is about in the mid fifties. In the real feel is actually yeah, incredible. it was 15, 14, 15 degrees yesterday. Mid fifties, high fifties, and um, we were sitting outside in the sun. Yeah, it's ridiculous. We'll pay for it though. I feel like oh, I know we're really gonna pay in the end of the second half of January and February. We'll get our polar summer. vortex. Definitely. I know. God, two years ago with that Siberian storm. That just sat on top of us that I'm nervous I am. But up in the Alps this year, they've got a lot of snow. We've been watching this stuff. Yeah, they do have a lot of snow. Cortina. It's, is- just been mi- it's just been really mild. Like the chill, that bo- that wet cold is not here. No, it's just- and it's so weird because we were talking to our friend Denise who lives in Umbria. And I said, God, the weather's been so nice. And she said, "Are you- you're kidding, right? And I thought... Denise doesn't want to be super um, dry or <laughs> sense of humor. And I thought, what is she talking about? Of course I'm being serious. And she said they've had super fog. So we've just – and in Venice, it's been frozen and a little bit of snow. So I don't know. Maybe we're in a bit of a nice little uh, triangle of warm weather this winter. It's going to lull you – it's going to lull you to sleep, the fact that there's – like, it's going to get you it, – it's in this, like, oh, it's going to be beautiful all all winter, and it's not going to be like that. We will pay. I know. We will pay. Um, this week, we were supposed to go with uh, the good doctor, the Godster, and Vittorio, um, who lives on the coast, one of Gaji's good friends, to make sausages – our first round of sausages and salami. Um, at, after the new year, every year, it's time to start making our homemade salamis and sausages for the uh, season. Usually we make eh, 150, 180 kilo. Um, we usually make about 50 kilo with Victor- Vittorio because he's eight in his mid-80s and I can't... Back to work, old man! <laughs> Get back in there! Let's go! Um, we make about 50 kilo with him. Now, Gaji does not like the fact that I am... Uh, I have my own equipment now and can make sausage and salami autonomously. No, this is a personal attack. It is a personal attack. And he uh, feels you are not ready. <laughs> And you're not big boy enough, probably because, I don't know, every time he tests you on the damn pepper. It's all about the pepper. He's very concerned about the pepper rind, but he doesn't have... (laughs) He really is, though. Seriously, you guys. He will come by, and Jason will mention, okay, we're doing a couple, you know, we'll do 50 kilos with the Vittorio, and then... I'll do the rest myself. And it, oh, 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 God. You know how percoloso, it is so dangerous. Attenzione. Do you even know the pepper grind? And now... I know. I get a, I get a goddamn sausage quiz. Every time. And he just toes at home, walks around the room, kind of smokes on his little uh, tree, tree branch, branch cigars. And, and oh, oh, it's... it's a, there's a lot of hemming and hawing involved. Um, I think he doesn't like that I... Well, two, year, two years ago now, I went out and got... Um, we were at our friend Marco's house, and his next-door neighbor, uh, she's an elderly woman, and her husband, who loved to do sausages and salamis of hobby like we, uh, we do, uh, had a um, meat grinder and a um, what they call it, a trice, a feta trice, a meat grinder, and she also had a insaca trice, which is the stuffer. It's a cylinder it's a stainless steel cylinder tube with a nipple that goes on to the end and a crank and the uh, and a plunger kind of and this as you cr- turn the crank the plunger goes down the cylinder pushing out the meat that's inside through the tube into the casing um not really it's it's really simple simple machinery and um I mean, I, I, I made a little short video. You did make a short video. Yeah. Um, and we restored it. So now I'm ready to go. I can do it whenever I want by myself. And this does not oh, no. sit well. I've only been doing it. He tells me you've only been doing it for six years. Like, well, <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, 
what am I going to wait? I've got 25 years under my belt, and I've only made them, you know, with Vittorio. I, I, I can't do it myself. I'm a big boy. I won't kill anyone. How, what does Gachi like to say? That for every job in Italy, there's three people. There's the person who is doing it, the apprentice, and the person who watches. <laughs> Something like that. So for him, you need to be the apprentice quite a bit longer. Oh, um, I would say I would probably have to get into the low 20s. As far oh, of as years? Years yeah, yeah, yeah. before for sure, I'm ready for sure. to. But yes, in a way, I understand. It does. It takes half a lifetime you know, to learn how to really do something. But I don't I, – I don't – I can't tell this poor little old man – I need 125 kilo of salami and sausages. I know so your hands hurt, Vittoria. I know. Victoria. I know your. I know your back hurts, but let's get back in there. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go down. I'll make a. Um, I'll make some lunch. Uh, we'll go down to Vittorio's and we'll make our first round and s- put them up. But. But this begins the talk of the sausages, salamis, and charcuterie for the season. Absolutely. Mark my words. The problem was we were supposed to do it today, in fact, the 8th of January, the 9th of January, I'm sorry, uh, Thursday. But since the epiphany was on Monday and the New Year and Christmas, there are no pigs to be had. There's no meat. So they have to start slaughtering pigs again before we can do it, which is kind of funny. It is. You never think. The choice of meat is done. Yeah, meat is you don't. There's no. You have to kill a pig to have meat for sausages, which of course you do. But being American, or just my my mentality always goes well. Of course, there's meat. Why wouldn't there be meat? Yeah, there's, there's always pigs. meat. There's meat. There's pigs. And so Gaji was right. You know, the choice meat is gone for the holidays. So we wait another couple weeks, and um, he said by the middle of next week it should yeah. be back, which oh. is about two weeks then after the holidays. And speaking of time after the holidays we tried to send a box (laughs) and you just forget that there's Bafana we sent a box around Christmas and man with the Bafana holidays and New Year's it took forever for it to get from Holland to us two weeks oh my gosh and then what's hysterical is we went there because we live so far out in the country. This new, not new delivery system, but new delivery guy who works. It's funny how you know when there's a new delivery guy because your packages just don't arrive anymore. And the old guy knew the drill. Just leave him at Cafe Del Corso. Well, hold on. I'll, I'll explain. Our, our, <laughs> our address doesn't exist. If you look up our address, number three, Cacamone. Piobico, Italy, you get nothing on the GPS. No, and we don't even use the number three. We just use Kakamone, which is the name of the house. And so that's why good luck to all you trying to find us this summer. <laughs> we don't exist. No, if you try to send a letter to us or mail, all you have to put is Jason or Ashley or Lato Villamarque, Piobico, Italy, Kakamone. Oh, yeah. It. it would come, come to us. If you just put our names in Piobico, it would come to us. People at the post office know us. But for a package... Oh, it can be it can be a headache. Also, sometimes there's the taxes that they put on, so sometimes it gets stuck. Sometimes they want extra money for the delivery. Sometimes, sometimes they deliver it at the cafe and don't ever tell you. It just it takes. In fact, there is there's our. In fact, uh, you're right. My the, sister sent a box, and yeah, there is it's one sitting right at there. The cafe right now. So we go to the. Um, we're waiting for this box from family for Christmas, and we go to the not postal center, but the kind of package delivery center. And it is a, I don't know any other word, but cluster F like, uh, it's just, it's a, there are people everywhere who want their packages (laughs) because from what it, what we could figure out between New Year's and Bafana. Yeah. So between the 1st of January and the 6th of January, from what we figured, no packages have gone out of that warehouse in days, days. And they were, there was quite a few people 
complaining yes. and moaning, where's my package? When is it going to be delivered? Now, I will give them benefit of the doubt. We arrived without any tr- sort of tracking number. <gasps> Do you have a box with my name on it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Ashley. Go get, go get. I'm Ashley. We're the Americans. <laughs> so that was a little bit um, my bad. But what was hysterical was to listen to the conversations being had. And when they would tell different people, Tuesday, Monday's the holiday. Tuesday, we'll kind of start getting our act together. Wednesday, we'll probably start delivering. So most likely, you'll see. My, most likely, you'll see your package on Thursday. Never mind what? that this is a working day. <laughs> and why don't you guys fill your trucks with the packages in the warehouse today? I don't know. So then, when everyone gets to the work on Tuesday after the Epiphany, after the holiday, you're all, ready to go. You're ready to go. You jump in your jump in your trucks, start the engine, and. Do your job. Deliver packages. Oh, my gosh. I wanted to go in the back and just look for my box so bad. And the guy looked that at was you, like you, gotta be, <laughs> like you got to be kidding me. It was awesome. But whatever. Our package came. It's just the little funny things that, it is. that make me smile and laugh sometimes. Mm-hmm. And being said, the guy did take the time, five minutes or so, to go look for a tracking numberless package just in a sea of 2,000 other boxes. So it still was... Um, it was still nice in its own right that he tried, but it's the it's the process. It's hysterical. exactly it's exactly. <laughs> it is the process that is absolutely. So speaking of Bafana, this year was one of the warmest Bafanas we've had since we've moved. La Bafana is the epif- celebration of Epiphany. The legend has it that La Bafana lives in Urbania, which is our little neighboring town, and, between- and where we do all of our grocery shopping. Between the night of the 5th and the 6th, she comes to your house and either leaves you chocolates and candies and small gifts for the good people or for the bad people, she leaves coal. Carbone! She leaves coal. (laughs) And on her way out, she cleans your house. She does. You leave some sweets and some wine and uh, cookies for her like you would milk and cookies for Santa. And she's leaves little presents for the good little girls and boys and the stockings hung by the chimney sounds familiar i know and uh yet la bafana cleans your house and i could get down with that and she's an old ugly witch she's an old ugly she's woman good. she's a good witch but she's good exactly and what i what we love so much is in urbania since this is the home as legend has it of uh the of bafana they get all dressed up, and our favorite thing is to see the old men in town dress up as this ugly old lady because it's just hysterical. And um, they dance on stilts. They have parades through town. She descends from the clock tower. And this year, since it was so nice and sunny, we grabbed the uh, the old tape recorder. <laughs> the since uh, <laughs> like eighty seven cam- camcorder. Camcorder. We grabbed the uh, camera and the, some of the audio equipment and did some man on the street interviews. So we're I edited a short little thirty second Bafana video just Tre- for fun. Teaser trailer. A little teaser. But uh, I'm gonna drink your coffee again. No, he always does. Um, but the the rest of the video will be out in the next couple days with kind of some interviews on who is Bafana, what does she bring, and what did she bring you this year so i'm excited it'll be fun so this time this is a video with uh which is incorporating the audio in italian and uh english subtitles so i think it'll be really fun for both italians and stranieri that la bafana festival is what sold me on this area we were here looking true we were here in 2006 2005 maybe 2006 2006 looking in the area for 
for places. And we came – we had no idea that this was going on. We had no idea about Epiphany. Like no one celebrates Epiphany in the States really. No. Unless you're super religious I would imagine. And I went to Catholic school my entire life. <laughs> you guys never did Epiphany? No. Really? Well, I mean it was like a church day at school man, but I don't, wouldn't be able to tell you much about it. St. <laughs> Al John's. You should get your money back, man. Anyone from Seattle, St. Al John's does no, not teach – you're combining two schools, St. Alphonsus. St. Alphonsus does not teach their children geography. And 20 years later, That's true. every time there's some weird Catholic thing, I turn to Ashley and say, hey, what's what's going on with here? She goes, I don't know. On a side oh. note, I've learned more from my Swiss Air in-flight magazine. <laughs> from, from geography? Oh my geography. <laughs> Ashley, how many years of parochial school? Uh, kindergarten through eighth grade or kindergarten through high school and then private college as well. So you're talking 14, 15 years. Yep. And never once took a geography class and very much so that Swiss air in flight map. (laughs) And how about, how about the, uh, how about all the Catholic stuff? Don't remember, don't remember half of it. Body of Christ. Eat him, eat him, baby. (laughs) Eat him. I think we should get into the Eucharist making. I think this is a unleavened bread. No. Oh, you want to sell it to the church? Yeah, yeah. I want to make you Eucharist. want to get in on that. Hell yeah! How many <laughs> Eucharists are eaten every year, and how much competition would you really have? I don't know. Do you think the Vatican has that on lockdown, or do you think? Oh, it's an I open think that's market? on lockdown. You think the Eucharist making is oh, on lockdown? Hell yeah! I shouldn't be saying hell when we're talking about the body of Christ. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little research into that. Maybe see if I can get in. Side job? A little side work? A little side work, you know. Listen, listen, I got discount Eucharist. Come here. Come here. What are you paying? What are you paying? I'll undercut him. I'll undercut Back him. Back to the festival. Back to the festival. Anyway, um, uh, La Bafana. Oh, it so, sold us. Why did it sold us? Because it is this beautiful festival in the middle of winter, in the middle of nowhere. And you, we came. We were just driving back to wherever we were staying. I think in Cali, mm-hmm. and we came across Urbania, and there were cars for kilometers. And we and just kilometers. pulled over. We said, "Well, I there guess we know we're stopping." Obviously, there's something going on here, and it was just this beautiful um, festival. And we watched the fireworks at the end, and the Labafana descends from the top of the church into the crowd. That's when we found out. Do you remember that? Yes, we were with my sister. Was here with us too, and. We kind of did a, a circa 90-something Arsenio Hall, whooped it up. Woo, 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 As the Fauna <laughs> starts coming down, the three of us start cheering and Just hooting and big like time. there's no tomorrow. Except the rest of the crowd falls dead silent. <laughs> now, I don't know why, if this is a cultural thing. Now, I know we're loud, fat Americans, so we hoot and holler and whistle and yip and yell and all that, but... Before Bafana started descending, everyone was joining us. As soon as she started moving, silence, silence, except for the three Americans that everyone then turns and stares. Oh at. my god, it was hysterical because we just thought we were like, woo, woo. we were we were hooping it, hollering it Doing up, a whistle, yes, and all eyes turned to us. And then we had to try to slink out of there, just like my bad. And it was obvious. And my sister's taller than I, and if you know, uh, I'm pretty tall, so it was just it was very obvious. Who was making this noise and that we were big, huge foreign people? <laughs> Time to go. <laughs> Time to go. Time to go. So if you're every year, if you are in uh, Italy for the 6th, um, the uh, home of La Bifana is said to be in Urbania, but I think there are other Bifana no. festivals. Oh, yes. Many festivals. In fact, if... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. Go ahead. 
Oh, I was going to just mention the guy who decided to be La Bafana in southern Italy. <laughs> and so some guy decided to try to be He was La- a firefighter, right? Bafana dressed in the Bafana costume, the old witch costume. I forget. I should look it up. It's on the local. We'll talk about that in a minute. Started descending from the top of the church. His rope broke and he fell into the crowd. Bafana. Not a funny story. But Not a funny ha-ha story. It was... <laughs> guess that wasn't appropriate at no, all. No, thanks for sharing, Jason. <laughs> I was going to go back to Bafana and talk more about the food that... Um, let's talk about Cristolo because that's one of my favorite things to get at Bafana. I thought we ca- talked about Cristolo and Piadina. I'm not sure if we have, but we could do it again real quick. Okay. Um, Urbino Urbania is famous for its Cristolo, which is a type of tor- almost like a tortilla, except instead of just fat, flour, and salt, it's got egg, leavening, and... Struto. Struto. So it's fat, salt, flour, egg, and like something to make it rise a little bit. And they're very famous for them in this Montefeltro area. Um, now, two doors down, you call it piadina. Well, piadina is different. Piadina is just fat, salt, and flour, just like a regular flat, like very similar to a flour tortilla. But if you went to, for example, Rome and said, I mean, I could be out, out speaking my ranks here, but I think if you were in Rome and you said, I'll, ta- I'll take a Cristolo, they would look at you like, unless they have that name for something else completely, I it's not no. what you're going to get here. When we first moved... We went to Piobico and asked for Cristolo, and they were like, what are you talking – they looked at us like we had two heads, and we thought, we're talking 10 kilometers, if that, away, is where they make Cristolo, and these people had no idea what we were Piedina talking about. And Piedina is Romagnolo. Mm-hmm. It's from Romagna. Amelia, anyway. Amelia and Romagna. Um, Cristolo, I think, is more from our Montefeltro yes. area. Yes. And then outside of this little pocket, I don't know. I've never seen. Oh, and I love the Cristolo that they make. Or I don't even know what they call it, but with uh, polenta. And I know I've mentioned that on the podcast before. It's a polenta. It's one. Yeah. It's that really one is good. good. Really anyway, so that's the typical food. And you would put, um, so they put it on a like hot grill hot grill and, or, or over coals you and then you melt um, some prosciutto you put prosci- thin slices of prosciutto and it kind of melts in or even better grilled sausages grilled sausages and wild er, wild greens smokes folks that is what you order um what else is delicious the castagne or marrone the yeah the uh, roasted chestnuts over chestnuts are roasted by do you know the, the ch- difference between the two uh, marrone i believe are bigger I, is it a dialect? Is I, I don't know. You're, okay. I can start, I can start BSing. You can you. make it up. <laughs> you can't. People have a computer in their pocket. You can't just start talking bullshit. Uh, but what I love is uh, in the video that we'll be posting, we got some of this too, but they have these cool machines that split the uh, – put a quick split – in the skin of the chestnut. So when you roast it, they open up. Exactly. And uh, see them over the big hot coals. It's pretty cool raking them. Chestnuts are great a couple few times a year, right? You, when you go to these things, you get a little cone of them with a glass of vin brulee or hot hot spiced wine. And it's delicious. But Oh, yeah. The guy lit the vin brulee on fire this time. OMG. It so- was cool. Oh, God. So we were doing this thing, trying to take video and everything and uh, try to get the audio down. And there's these two guys who are really um, animated and re- younger guys. Young guys, are, probably yeah, are younger youngsters. They're not that young anymore. <laughs> I guess not. Like, what would you consider not, not to? Do, what would you consider a young guy? Thirty-five and under, because that's all right. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, okay, okay good. Go I'd, ahead, be, I'd say thirty-two and under. So that means that puts me just right outside. Thank you. Oh yeah, you're Thank an old you. guy. Yeah, just um, right outside of the young guy. Sweet. Um, <laughs> and so. 
so these guys are really nice and we said listen we're making a little video for to promote the area and whatnot do you guys speak english and we'd love to interview you for a thing and they said yes and they the you know just beautiful italian they're italians but beautiful italian accent when they speak english they're from Cali, and um like i said really animated and so jason hands me the uh recording machine well, let's set this up our audio the out uh, we have separate audio from video so the camera takes a beautiful video but the audio is terrible so we have what's called a digital audio recorder which is um just this little thing that you plug a might plug a microphone into and it records the audio separately i call it the audio box uh, <laughs> jason reminds me that's wrong every time but it is what it is so we he hands me the box <laughs> and and i shove it in their face and we have a great little interview and i'm thinking oh this is gold this is gold he's saying how uh bafana is born in urbania the city known as castella durante and he's just he's speaking so beautiful and i i'm just thinking oh yeah money money i hit the button to turn it you know click it off hand it back to jason and we go to watch the video ah staring right in his face is the blinking sign i never hit start for the audio it's in standby it's in standby however <laughs> when the interview's over i sure turn that bad boy on with purpose and hand it back to jason to put it in his pocket <laughs> so didn't get any of the great interview but um we got we got plenty of good stuff we got plenty of good stuff we're really practicing we're trying to get better at our um video you know just getting using our our tools really to get video it's not as easy as it sounds it's no and the camera gets heavy and shaky at times so and it's everything's happening real fast and there's people everywhere so but my, italians are wonderful to film wouldn't you say uh, absolutely but my hat's off to people who make video oh, for yeah. it's not it's not easy at all no and you're carrying around a lot of equipment and you get hot and uh and yeah jason was doing the man on the street stuff and people are italians are wonderful because uh, they look they're very vain they look to be on camera these girls just come up to us and they're like are you interviewing people <laughs> it was like we just had a camera on a tripod and a microphone and jason they, people were just coming up to him wanting to be interviewed it was really funny but um it was a good time so i'm excited to finish putting that together for everyone um, the new year, as well as uh, Bafana and sausages, brings blood oranges from Sicily. Yes, it's my. It's one of the best parts of the winter is that blood orange season will start. What they call here the cheap oranges are absolutely delicious. Um, Jason's jumping the gun. I, I don't think they're ready yet. To they're be not honest. ready. I got. I got it. <laughs> we, the arancini are going good right now. You mean the men? The um, the clementines. The clementines. Clementines and mandarincini are delicious. We, yes. we had it. We eat them every night after dinner. And ask the person at the market. For the most part, they'll tell you the truth. Yeah, there's usually three or four different times of mandarincini or clementine, and they'll be like ten to twenty cent price difference. Get the ones with the with the um, seeds. No, get the ones with the um, leaves still mm. attached, mm -hmm. and just feel them. If when you peel it, if the oil from the skin just squirts everywhere, that means it's. If it squirts you in the eye with the oil from the skin as you're opening them, Ooh, that's good. that's good. If you smell as soon as you start peeling that skin, if you just smell orange in the air, that's good too. That's good too. Don't <laughs> don't worry if the um, skin feels a little baggy because yeah. that's sometimes the type of of clementine or mandarincini it is. Mm -hmm. um, 
I love them. Oh, man, I'll just eat like three to five of them at a time. <laughs> well, they're t- they're t- they're tiny. I know. Tiny. I love them though. But we are all about excess. If some if some is good, more is better. That's coming from Cookie Monster himself. <laughs> so we're really excited uh, to start that up, and as well as um, our cooking classes. Oh yeah, well we've been doing the online classes, which have been going really great. And how's it, Ashley? Do tell me more. Well, no, I don't mean to say it like that, but I. I am just uh, really pleasantly surprised at the response we've gotten and uh, so many wonderful podcast listeners who have joined in to take the class. We appreciate it. You guys are awesome because you really jump to action for these things. And um, we're few, but we're very, we're few in numbers, but we're very in, um, forte. engaged. We're engaged. Forte. Uh, but we're strong. And uh, the first one we had um, a few technical difficulties, of course. And the second one, I think we worked it out a bit a little more smooth. We got the audio down. Jason didn't have to have a standing mic and stand or, or a my audio, audio box, box. <laughs> tied around my neck with kitchen twine. So we're, the next one we're going to do, we're going to add another camera. We'll have a two camera shoot now. So I don't have to grab the camera and shove it into a pot. We'll have one stationed above the uh, cutting board slash stove. And then the uh, wide shot coming in on me. Um, we're going to continue, we'll work out the interface that we're using and it's, um, and we will start doing it again. We'll return on the 19th. So yeah, we're using go to meeting, um, go to webinar brought to you by Citrix, brought to you by Citrix. Um, and we're still kind of playing with the idea of Google Hangouts. So we're not sure we might play with that, uh, platform this week as just a bit of a test. Um, but the classes will be $5 and we feel like that's a nice price and to keep us, um, keep the technology moving and how the equipment I, up. How bad did I stumble over? You really that, did. Man. I know. Like, I just, at the very end, I just like started swallowing my tongue. I know. That's, and you get nervous. Really, well, once like, um, once you break, like I just did to you, once you break your train of thought <laughs> and you, and you start fumbling and you know that, holy crap, this is live and everyone is seeing. Like, and it's unraveling. Like, and you're just, asking you just, for money. Yeah, yeah. You, I just see, I just see everything unraveling. And it, it was like, at the very end, I did this whole hour where I'd never shut up for one hour and I enunciated and spoke clearly and in the last 30 seconds um, it will cost five just because and I was like keep it short wrap it up you don't even have to say anything I see Ashley behind the camera her eyes start getting wide like what is he doing wrap it up and I was like oh my god otherwise I'm gonna just switch the camera over to me and take over because I just thought he's he won't shut up he won't stop talking anyway they're gonna be five bucks if you feel like it's not worth it I understand don't don't take the class it's 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 a very very modest modest uh sum for what we're putting out and yeah. uh, we're going to get better. We're going to practice all this. We're practicing this week. Um, Listen, and I think it's totally worth it. These are not um, just online recipes or cooking videos that you're watching. It's an interactive class. And you can ask Jason questions along the way. And he's cooking it live right there with you. So it's a completely different format than a regular cooking show or just a video on how to, you know, make a whatever x y or z so it's um i think that it's, it, bana- it's bananas it's bananas that i'm sitting here live oh my in- god it's insane first of all that we even have internet and that we even get mail delivered to our house we're still surprised and the mail is hit or miss as we talked about before so to have internet and it's six months we've only had this internet this kind of capabilities for about six months so. imagine if we had had this the whole time 
Oh, if we've been doing this for six years, yeah, we'd be we'd be much better at it. I wouldn't be fumbling over the last thirty seconds. So. No, but yeah. it's fun, and I want to know. We talked about getting some GoPro cameras too. I want to be able to. Um, well, even with these little webcams, I want to also be able to take the cooking class outside, like come the summer okay. and do the. You know, a salad that you pick in the garden and make it right there. I think some of that will be really fun to incorporate also just because it's so different. Yeah. Yeah. I think one thing that we have going for us is we're in Italy. I mean, we're really here. It's not like I'm just some schmo in Dallas, Texas who blah, blah, blah. But What's wrong with Texas? Nothing. <laughs> I love Texas. I do. I love the Lone Star State. Are you kidding me? Um but it'll be fun. The next one will be the 19th of January. I, should we announce the menu? Yeah. Okay. So for this class coming up, we're going to be doing a roasted butternut squash salad. It's a warm room temperature uh, salad. You roast the butternut squash separately. You make a uh, – in a bowl, you'll slice some red onion and you'll sit – and uh, garlic and blah, blah, blah. And we'll put a little uh, vinegar. It's this, this class is really – there's a lot going on – or this class, this dish, there's a lot going on. It's two parts to it. You have the onions that soak and break down in the vinegar, and then that's paired with the roasted root vegetables. So lots of flavors, lots of things happening in that dish. And then to go with it, we're going to be doing fish in the salt crust. This beautiful. is beautiful, super simple, super duper simple. Well, we chose fish because a lot of people, um, even in our cook, especially in the cooking classes that arrive in person, people are really, I shouldn't say afraid, but timid. Uh, they no one knows or how, intimidated by fish. No one knows fish, how to cook yeah. fish or even what to ask for. You know, this is why these online classes are awesome because it's like I was saying, it's not just a recipe. Jason goes into the why. Why are we doing this? What to look for when you're buying the fish um, and the techniques along the way and the theories behind the recipes that he's sharing. So it's pretty cool. So it's more than just a fish and salt crust recipe. And it's not salty. No. no, that's, no. Don't the, that's the other question we get with that one. Is it salty? No, it's not salty. You can use any whole round fish round fish versus a flat fish like sole is a flat fish um trout is a round fish so you could use trout you could use uh bronzino um which is a type of sea bass you can use um uh orata what's orata you could use a catfish i mean you could use any small whole fish that's not flat and I think that it's really important. Um, I think that we will use the podcast to vent some of our uh, thoughts and things here as well. But I think it's really important to, if you are interested in taking one of these classes or when you're looking at the menu, to keep in mind there is a method behind Jason's madness of his menu choices. So something like the potato cabbage mash, people might think, why the hell are we doing mashed potatoes why on a cooking pain, class? Pain you? Yeah. Or even like we talked about before, the uh, chicken liver. He's got a method. There's something behind it. There's a technique in there. There's a process. There's something that is more than meets the eye. So when you see in a couple of weeks when we go to do rabbit, for example, haters stay behind. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to hear all the mail of, I don't eat little bunny foo-foo. Haters well, are going to hate. There's a reason why he's teaching you to make rabbit. So Open, open your horizons exactly. a little bit. Try something different, and it's all about the technique. I'm choosing these recipes for their technique, not necessarily for because that recipe's sexy or beautiful. What about kale? Let's do something with hot kale. Oh, my God. Did you hear there's a new vegetable called kale? What about, um, and I heard of something called quinoa. I think it's brand new. I, I think, think it's, it's brand quinoa, new. Quinoa, 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 quinoa. It's brand new. Though. You... <laughs> All right, stop. Don't sorry, get sorry. Here we're not we going to be haters. We're not going to be jokers. Nineteenth of nineteenth of nineteenth uh, of January, and um, Ashley is going to blast that out today. And you'll, if you follow us on Twitter or um, 
all the social media. You can't miss it. You will be bombarded with this cooking class. Speaking of can't miss, you can't miss our April um, cooking holiday. April 24th to 28th uh, is kind of the, not kickoff of the season, but the kickoff of our cooking class uh, kind of packages for 2014. And this is a wild edibles um, and bottling wine it's time to start New Year. Time to start thinking about vacation. Yeah, it is. And April's gorgeous here, especially the end of April. Sometimes we have nice weather. The poppies are starting to come. There's no – the tourists haven't started. Smart travelers will come in April and May. Families come in the summer. It might still be a little chilly at nights or things, but it's a really cool time to come because in April – is Everything's waking up. Every, it's exactly. There's still that early excitement to the to the new season happening, and um, it's really fun. Everyone's out and about. Rome is gorgeous, for example, in April. I think. And, Jason uh, and Ashley are fresh and chipper. Oh, we season. are. We really are. Come early, and we're really nice. <laughs> Jason's super nice and talks to people. <laughs> um, but it's going to be really fun. So we forage for wild edibles, things like wild radicchio and um, papero, like the uh, poppy greens and the dandelion greens pop uh, that's what i thought that's Did what i say, said sorry. um well and, i'm sorry i know people, people and the nettle people don't people don't let you slide on things oh that's the truth <laughs> but um so we'll be making things like a um, wild greens and ricotta and prosciutto tart or taking this the young stinging nettle and mixing it um with ricotta and making a beautiful ravioli um, so we'll be doing a pasta class and a full meal kind of dinner party. So two cooking classes, the foraging for wild edibles. And then folks, we need your help because during these four days is when we also bottle hundreds of liters of local red, white, and rosé. So we go and, uh, collect all the wine from the, our favorite local winemakers. And then we need help bottling, corking, siphoning, labeling, labeling, drinking, drinking spilling, drinking, and more drinking. It is really fun, though. And um, I've got a video, actually, of both of those things, foraging for the greens and a short little cooking class with it, as well as the bottling of the wine on YouTube and Vimeo. And check it out, because it's really fun. And we would love to have you guys join us, and we'll send you guys home with some bottles of wine, too. So shoot me an email if, you go, if anyone's interested in joining that. Um, there's a couple spaces left still. Um, a couple of um, um, a couple of things I wanted to mention. Uh, some interesting things if you're an Itali- if you're an Italian junkie and you really like to keep you know follow thing- all things Italian, try a website called The Local. We are not. Uh, do you know the person who puts this on? No, I just know a few of the writers. Okay, um, it's in a, it, Italy's news in English, and it's called The Local. T h e l o c a l punto dot i t. And it's um, just kind of local Italian news, but written in English. So short stories, but um, you can click on them for uh, to yeah. expand. But you'll get more coverage than just like BBC World or BBC Europe or even. Well, and if you're thinking of moving to Italy, this would be a great site to follow on Facebook or Twitter. If you're thinking about coming and you just want to get a bit of culture and um, kind of pop culture and news, what's going on. Um, or if you want to see the, like the top 10 Italian ski resorts, things like that. So it's a whole mix. Yeah, it's a mix of real news and just, you know, kind of the fluffy stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, that's My- funny. I just went to the front page and Italy or Italy's Seattle's favorite murderer, alert, murderer allegedly is back in the news. Amanda Knox. Your friend, yes. Your friend, Foxy <laughs> Noxie, yeah? Yes. Uh, since I'm from Washington, from Let's Seattle, see. everyone Let's... when we moved would say, uh... oh, Yes, we know your friend. 
Amanda Knox, yes. Oh my god, this is this is this is what this is what makes this is what drives me crazy about Italy. It's awesome. There Amanda Knox retrial ruling set for January twentieth. Awesome. In a country with no money. They're going to drag this thing out. In an out. economic People, crisis. It's theater. It's theater. And it's the um, the uh, prosecuting attorney is the guy who uh, convicted. They're not going to extradite her. Let's see here. Good God, people start to report. Oh, it's the um, – yeah, they all say that the prosecuting – the prosecutor is trying to get, like, fame. Listen – I don't know what happened. This thing's been going on forever. Can we please move on? She's got crazy eyes. Look into that woman's eyes. Nuts. Absolutely nuts. Whether they killed that poor girl or not, I have no idea. But obviously these people can't get their act together to either prosecute her. They put her in jail for four years, let her out, and then a year and a half later said we're going to – Right. My bad. We got to do that again. We got to Redo. Redo, guys. Take two. Jesus, but my favorite headline was actually the one right next to it where it said drug dealer chooses prison over nagging wife so where does it say that <laughs> scroll up it was drug the- dealer chooses prison over <laughs> nagging wife keep going right there there it is banks for jail sorry to escape nagging wife all right <laughs> very good very good oh, so check good it times, out good times. check it out the local dot IT. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to? I think that's it. We got to get going. Um, I know it's ten ten. Why don't you talk about our um, song for this week? Sure. The song of the week is Zucchero. Now that's z- not the song. No, you're right. Sorry. The, the artist of the week is Zucchero, and uh, z- the song is Baco per Baco. Uh, I always try to sing <laughs> unsuccessfully. Baco per Baco, and Zucchero is probably the most well known. Um, internationally well-known Italian rock star who I think th- now you know we're we're light on facts here I think he's the most um collaborated Italian artist uh like with who who's he collaborated like, with? he has collaborated with Clapton Sting Pavarotti Miles Davis Shell Crow John Lee Hooker one of my faves and um he's got a real he's got a really raspy voice and he also covers songs like um he'll redo Guantanamero and uh, different uh, Hispanic, you know, Hispanic songs and Latin songs that are just uh, with his raspy voice, it just takes on a whole different sound. Um, he's he's been around forever. Forever. He's, forever. he's been around since in the seventies and eighties, and even today, like Zucchero, which means sugar. And his name is not Zucchero; it's his nickname. It's his nickname given to him by his school teacher, elementary school teacher. He was probably just a sweet boy. And, uh, they call him sugar. <laughs> anyway, um, oh, sugar. if you go on to like, if you go to spot, what is the spot? Spotify, YouTube. Yeah. Any of those. If you're in the car, type in Zucchero. Can you spell it? Yeah. Z-U-C-C-H-E-R-O. And, um, you just go to his greatest hits or, or go on to iTunes, his greatest hits. It's really great. So we're going to play what? Baco Which, Per Baco. Baco Per Baco. Mm-hmm. This is a pretty famous one. Yep. I know you guys will enjoy that one. It's it last week. Gone, we're all over the place. We are. Last week was a bit of like kind of an oldies kind of um, Elvis-y Elvis feel. We did the three tenors around yeah. Christmas. Uh-huh. Uh, what else? Did, did we do a sweet song? I think we did Lo Puntamento, one of the first ones, or Sono Italiano. Sono Italiano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, we're definitely all over the place. It, I'm, I'll keep them coming. I love putting out these random songs. All right, do shout-outs and then bring us home. All right, shout-outs to Cheryl in Seattle. 
we know you're blowing your glass, and um, we are just so thankful that you are listening to us. She's a glass blower. Thank you. Much better. That's a much better way to say that. Well, I just wanted to catch her off guard real quick. <laughs> She's a, sent us a great letter saying that she is a glass worker in Seattle, which is just wild. To, you know, it's just such a small world, and that she gets a kick out of us talking about uh, the great Northwest, where I'm from, and the Hawks, and all of that. So we just wanted to say we're thinking of you. And um, hey, put on Facebook a link to your glassworks. Um, that stuff's always interesting. I think it's beautiful. Uh, shout out to my fat brother, Fat Zach. He's, he's not really fat, but he should be. He should be. He should be much fatter than he actually is. Yeah, he we wants made, a shout out back. He does want a shout out. We made him listen to our whole... <laughs> my brother... My Our families are not very engaged in what we do. Like, no. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we have to listen to you two all the time. So we don't need to listen to your podcast. We don't need to watch <laughs> your videos. We Yeah, I don't think my sister would ever want to listen to a podcast hell no <laughs> so uh we told him that we gave i told my brother i gave him a shout out you got to listen to our podcast if you want to hear your shout out and uh shockingly he listened he listened to the whole thing and calls me the next day freaking liar where's my shout out so zach he said you mentioned that uh you mentioned about sandwiches and then you called it your idea he was also kind of offended because uh he says the sandwich shops both of their ideas <laughs> zach ha- uh this is a shout out to zach and harlem dog who are probably uh walking together in freezing queens new york as we speak listen if anyone wants a shout out if you're a go- if you're a cheese ball like ashley just email her she will i love it i you know just give me i never sometimes i want to tell more shout outs but I don't want to give people's last names. You know, you never know. Um, so if you just tell me the name in your city or something, I love giving shout outs. So uh, you're going to get 30 people who are going to just say, hi, my name's, G- my name's Dave. Shout out. <laughs> right on. I'm loving it. I'd love a shout out. I, we listen to all these different podcasts. And like Rich Eisen does an international shout out for the NFL podcast. And I'm always thinking, I know I've never written to him, but I'm always secretly hoping we'll be his international shout out, oh even though he doesn't goodness. know who we are or Bill Burr or these things. So um, I love it. Why right. not? Now, I'm sorry. Who did we give? Who does the real person? Zach Cheryl. Show. All right. Cheryl from Seattle. Keep on making beautiful glass and send us some pictures or a link. We'll put it up. Yes. Um, bring us home, and then we'll play We'll play the music going out. All right. Sounds good. You can find us at info at L-A-T-A-V-O-L-A-M-A-R-C-H-E. Email me there for details on our upcoming online cooking classes or our 2014 calendar of events, starting with April's um, Wild Edibles and Bottling Wine Package. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Vimeo. Um, just you're Google. Cu- you're cult- You're uh, what is it? I don't know. We know that you're um, technology technologically proficient. You can find. You can our- find us if you if you're listening to this. You can find us. We know it. Why was that so hard? Technologically proficient. I don't. It's like I can't speak two languages today. I, that's already cl- apparent. <laughs> Thank you so much for downloading. We really appreciate it. If you enjoy what you hear, tell a friend, spread the word. If you know another person in your life who loves Italy as much as you do and would find this podcast or what we do interesting, please pass along our information. Because of you, we will make this thing grow and we will be we will continue to put out content and um, keep the do, questions coming. Do the best we absolutely can to promote these beautiful people and this beautiful country and this beautiful region. We love it. So uh, we're going to play it out. Zucchero, Baco per Baco. That's it. Arrivederci. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time. Ciao. Ci vuole qualche cosa 
qualche cosa di più ci vuole un po' di pushing, pushing quando il sole va, il sole va giù ci vedi qualche cosa di positivo in un no ci vuole un po' di catch and funky quando il sole no, il sole no Hey, podcast producers and show hosts. Do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentiri Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. 
and we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy. With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com, that's S-E-N-T-I-R-E media.com, and find out how to submit your show.